It is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY. Now, I've been doing a lot of these interviews over the internet. I've had one or two interviews that I've done where they've been in person, but this is the first interview I'm doing where somebody's come into the building once again to talk to me. It is great to just do an interview again in person. So I'm talking again with my good friends, Emily Wheeler. How are you, Emily? Great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. So so you were in Boston for quite a while. Uh, my my uh, hometown, birthplace, well, birthplace, I mean, I grew up here in Springfield, but uh, love Boston. is a great place, but now you are back here in Springfield. So, uh, so tell us what's been happening the past couple of months. Yeah, so I lived uh, in Boston for about a year of the pandemic, a year and a half in total, and uh, the isolation from everyone made me really want to be closer to my parents my grandparents and my siblings and so it's been really great to return home yeah it, it's and it's great it's great having you back here and it's uh and you know getting back into doing performing is it's great uh you know it's been you know i've there's a couple of things i've been able to do uh, performing wise i'm sure you have as well but it's been uh you know things are starting to open up which is great um and i know there's there's probably a lot of people myself included until I did a, a performance singing that have not used their voices in uh, such a way of singing uh, musically, you know, in such a way that they, they haven't used it very much. So it's good to get back into that. You do voice lessons and you do ukulele lessons. So tell me how those have been doing, how, those have been, how you have been doing those and uh, how everything's been going and what you offer. Yeah. So the great thing about the pandemic is that it's allowed my teaching to take a front seat. Um, it's allowed me to connect with people from all over the country as students uh, because Zoom and Zoom-based lessons have taken uh, taken over the lesson model. And that was a really rough adjustment at first, I think, for a lot of teachers. All of us were asking each other, how are you doing this? How are you making it work? Um, and I myself take Zoom lessons, and they are some of the best voice lessons I've ever had uh, with my teacher back in Boston. Uh, and so it's been really fun adjusting to that digital format. And I feel like people are so comfortable singing in their own homes uh, as opposed to in someone else's studio. But it's, it's nice now that the CDC is recommending that vaccinated people can get together unmasked. Uh, we're seeing the ability for people to take in-person lessons again. Um, the whole time I've been teaching instrumental lessons masked in person um, starting about last summer. And that's been awesome, too. Yeah, that's great. There are so many things virtually that we've been doing. Um, a lot of things we've been doing virtually, but especially with music and theater and performing, there are so many things that we've been doing that, and I've been talking with people that I think a lot of things are going to stay that have worked out really well um, with um, with also the, uh, um, the and so, sometimes like this with rehearsals as well, but um, with voice lessons and other sort of lessons, just sometimes doing them virtually is, hey, I can't make it out here, I can't do, and it's, it's great, but you, so you said you still are also doing um, in-person lessons, so are you going to be uh, starting up those in-person lessons here in Springfield? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so long as uh, both parties are comfortable, I'm myself vaccinated, I'm comfortable with masked lessons. Um, there is something to be said for the value of being able to sing in person, even at a distance with someone. The teacher can get so much more insight on what's actually going on with the whole vocal instrument and the body as a whole. Yes, that's great. So, so, uh, so, so walk us through a little bit uh, some of what you do with your voice lessons, because um, you know what what sort of things uh, you look for, uh, what sort of things you teach, and in general, there are different uh, levels. Um, and also, um, if uh, if there's any sort of uh, performance attached to it, or are you honing your skills, or what sort of things uh, you're doing at your voice lessons? Totally. 
Uh, well, I love students of all levels. As someone who studied opera and got her master's, I love coaching students through more challenging repertoire, getting students to the next level. But I also have a deep love for working with beginning singers, singers who are hobbyists, people who've been told that they are tone deaf. Uh, while I was at the University mm -hmm. of Iowa, uh, my research uh, centered around working with students who self-identify or have been told that they're tone deaf. And it's been really amazing to watch those students find success in their art and gain confidence and uh, develop the skills to be more vulnerable on stage because the voice is such an internal experience. It's so personal um, that I think voice lessons can actually help a person feel more confident in themselves as not even as a musician, but as a person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's I mean, there's like anything there's so many different ways to learn something and the way you you know you learn some way maybe you were oh I, I don't know if I've never really you know thought about something that way because yeah with the voice and with music you know there's a lot going on there's some there's some muscle memory but it's also you know thinking you know you know about what you're gonna sing how you're gonna sing it so yeah so it is really good you know that is that is really cool that you're doing that oh I you know because you, you hear that all the time people say oh I can't sing or I I haven't been doing it in so long that I don't know but but so, uh, so the lessons that you offer, I'm sure, will be a great way that people can get back into singing if they haven't or get into singing or, like you said, all different levels of, uh, of voice lessons. So if people want to get a hold of you to get their voice lessons, actually, before I get to that, you also do ukulele lessons. Is that right? <laughs> That's true. I teach ukulele and beginner guitar. Um, I'm a guitar student myself. I've been studying for a number of years. I've been playing for a long time. Um, and I picked up teaching ukulele this summer, which has been so fun. If you have always wanted to play an instrument, ukulele is the best one to pick up as a beginner because it's so easy to play, it's easy to understand, and it's just fun. And it can be relaxing and within your first two or three lessons you can play songs. You can play a vast amount of songs, which uh, can just add to your your hobbies and your fun this summer. Wonderful. That's good. That's very good. So if people want to take voice lessons or uh, ukulele guitar lessons from you, uh, how are they able to get a hold of you? And uh, the, the name of if you have a the name of the studio, the, yeah, you know, that sort of thing. So sure, uh, all that. Yeah. Uh, my studio is under the name Uncaged Voice Studios, uh, but it includes ukulele and guitar. My uh, email is Emily Wheeler Mezzo M E Z Z O at gmail.com, and you can find me on my website Emily Kenning wheeler.com wonderful emily it's uh thank you so much for joining me great to do an interview in person great to see you in person and uh, we'll definitely be doing some uh some more interviews uh sometime soon i'm sure definitely thanks thank kevin thank you let's talk arts and entertainment on wmay